Welcome to the Product Dossier podcast. I am delighted to bring this series of episodes to you in which we will discuss important aspects of professional services automation. In today's episode, Sandeep Kumar, founder and CEO Product Dossier is here to discuss the increasingly important subject of resource management. Welcome Sandeep. Thank you Hemant. Thank you for having me on this podcast. Uh... To start with uh, before we get into resource management, can you please tell us how project businesses are different from other types of businesses? Uh, well, there are really two kinds of businesses, the product business and the project businesses, right? So uh, there are companies who make products and uh, the thing is they are not building the product for a specific customer. They are building it for a market and for a set of similar kind of customers, right? So that's the product business. Whereas in the project business, you are working for the needs of a specific customer. So the team, including the project manager and all, they are engaged with the customer even before the project begins. And they have this task of, you know, getting the uh, customer satisfaction getting the project margins uh, you know as planned and completing the project in time with the uh, you know governance and all that so in that sense these two businesses are very different one hears a lot uh, these days about uh, resources of course resources are important for uh, any business but uh, the subject is coming up again and again on uh, resources managing them allocating them why it is uh, becoming important? Absolutely. Uh, you see, resource management is extremely critical. So first, what is resource management? Basically, it has a, a decent span. So it starts with the resource capacity and planning uh, of resources. That is the capacity planning. Then there is a resource forecast coming from different sources and the demand forecast, so to say. And then uh, you know, allocating those resources to projects and tracking their utilization. So this is involved in it. And then linking all of this with the downstream processes like RevRec and billing, etc. So this is, uh, you know, uh, sort of what comprises of resource management. And then uh, why it is important? Because today, if you take especially the biz project based businesses like IT industry, they are employing hundreds and thousands of billable resources, right? So it is extremely critical that companies do the resource allocation or resource management and that to the right resource management to making sure that, you know, their revenues are, uh, it basically impacts their revenues, it impacts their margins, and it also impacts the customer satisfaction. And in recent times, we have seen if the resource management is not done right, then it results into high attrition. So in my mind, resource management is extremely critical for the factors I just said. Uh, that is interesting uh, because although everyone knows that resource management is important, so far it has been more, more or less, uh, you know, uh, delegated downwards. So can you explain uh, these uh, uh, individual aspects, particularly starting with top line and margins? Yeah, so uh, you see today, the one of the biggest challenge the CEO or the practice head is facing is called the billing loss. So what happens is there are firm orders 
in the organization, but they are not able to find right resources for that project. And if you don't put the right resources in time, this results in revenue loss. And this uh, basically phenomena industry also call it as a billing loss. Now, why this is happening? There are two reasons primarily. One, basically there was no, uh, I would say the resource forecasting or the demand analysis done in a proactive manner from, and the forecasting comes from the existing projects and more importantly, from the opportunities. And since there was no forecasting, the TA teams or the you know talent acquisition teams, they are not able to plan their hiring and all, and because of which the resources are not available. And the second reason in my mind is, today there is very less visibility in a real time uh, uh, manner that where the resources are allocated, which resources are on the bench, and uh, what is the ramp down in the next few days or weeks, right? And because of which, even the organizations are not able to utilize even the existing resources in an optimized manner. And both of these sort of result in, uh, you know, your revenue loss and uh, impacts your top line. Now, the second thing is, if you don't allocate the right resources to the right projects, for example, if you allocate a, uh, you know, a higher uh, uh, skill person to a low bill rate job, then this is going to impact your project margins as well. So you can see that, you know, the resource uh, uh, management, if not done well, it will hit your top line and bottom line. So you're saying lack of resource forecast, not having a proactive hiring and uh, real time uh, visibility of resources, it affects uh, even the benching, it affects uh, companies' revenue. While we talk about the, before we talk about the solution, let's first talk about the customer satisfaction and attrition because you touched upon those points and saying that not using resources in the right way can affect these areas as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, uh, the reason for both of these, that is the uh, reduced customer satisfaction and high attrition, the reason is the same. Now, Take two use cases. The first one, if there is a certain skill set required in a customer project and the organization put in a person who has lower skill sets than that is required. Now what will happen? It's very logical that it is going to impact your deliverable performance, etc. Right. And that will result in customer dissatisfaction and even puts your future business in jeopardy. So you can see the right allocation, as I mentioned earlier, can impact your customer satisfaction. Now take the other way around. It is not just about customer satisfaction. If you put in a high skill resource person into a project which requires relatively lower skill sets. Now this person will obviously feel frustrated because this person, she is not getting job satisfaction and all that. And ultimately this will lead to attrition. So and not only that, it will also lead to a lower project margins. But so the right resource allocation, the word is really the right. It is very important for customer satisfaction and, uh, you know, lower attrition. Oh, that really sounds like a lose, lose, lose customer, employee and company. Absolutely. You got that. 
So Sandeep, earlier you had mentioned that uh, relationship between resource management and downstream processes like revenue recognition and billing. Can you please elaborate on that? Absolutely. See, uh, the revenue recognition and billing, I mean, as you would know, are the most important and critical activities in any project-based businesses. I mean, in any organization, but especially project-based since we are talking about now, what happens is uh, at the end of the month, there is a need to, you know, recognize revenue and do billing. And how does that happen? Revenue recognition depends upon the timesheets resources are filled in the projects where they are allocated. And also it is important that, you know, they are billing again. I mean, they are filling their timesheet against the right bill rates, etc. So uh, the project management and the resource management pieces are very critical. Secondly, even in the fixed price kind of projects, uh, the timesheets are used for uh, you know, project cost calculation and which kind of by the POC method calculates the revenue recognition. And all of this revenue recognition and the same process is adopted in the billing. So it's really, really important uh, that you know, we have done the resource management right. Today, the project teams and especially the delivery managers, the project managers, they are spending considerable amount of time in compiling the data, which is often, you know, very cumbersome process and often inaccurate. And this results in rejection of invoices, uh, you know, revenue leakages and all that thing. So, uh, so these processes are actually downstream processes, but are dependent on the resource management done well. So if I understand you correct, what you're saying is resource management is feeding data into downstream processes. And depending upon the quality of that data, these processes like revenue recognition and billing, they are affected. Now that we have talked about resource management and the problems organizations are facing and its impact, let me ask you so who is responsible to get it right in the organization? Is it the management? Is there a specialized resource management group function or is it the project manager? Well, in my mind, you know, the resource management is really the foundation of, you know, any organization. So this must and must be prioritized by the CEO and the top management. And once they have sort of prioritized it and make it a mission critical activity, then I think different functions have a role to play in it. For example, the customer facing teams like the sales, pre-sales or the account management teams, they have to input the right information in terms of opportunities which are coming up or which are most likely to get closed in the next weeks because this will lead to the uh, resource forecasting. And then the specialized RMG teams or the PMO teams, depending upon the uh, you know organization, they have to work very closely with project managers uh, to find the right resources for each project and get them allocated. Uh, now the RMG team especially also have to work with the talent acquisition teams to sort of uh, plan the hiring uh, uh, thing based on the forecast and making sure that uh, resources are onboarded proactively uh, so that uh, you know we minimize the uh, revenue loss. So uh, so I would say that you know it's a it's an initiative driven from the top and then supported by different functions. This is really required. And once all of these acts come together, 
you sort of build a sort of project resource management culture and that's uh, that's really very very important oh that's something substantial resource management culture now let's talk about uh, how to get there what are the possible solutions and what are the options what is available can you explain that yeah absolutely i mean you know this is the part i really get excited about i mean the problems everybody has problems but then what's the solution so uh, i think uh, so first things first just to give comfort to our audiences uh, you know that it's the solution is very much possible and it's not that hard at as it may sound like so first of all uh, you know there are two or three parts of it so the first thing a organization has to do is they have to uh, i think the problem is so they have to start with the acknowledgement of the challenges that they are facing a problem that's you know the biggest hurdle out of the way and once they have acknowledged that then they have to sort of define their process right from opportunity to getting the order and then uh, you know starting the project and executing the project and closing it so they have to sort of uh, you know get their process right and identify the challenges and especially the ones which are related to the resource management so that sort of blueprint is drawn so that is number 1 number 2 is now uh, they have to find the right technology solution for this and uh, uh, so the solution as i rightly uh, earlier said that you know the resource management includes the capacity planning the forecasting uh, and then the uh, you know allocation and utilization time sheet leave management attendance management the bench management uh, the skills and competency management uh, resume so these are you know different pieces of the solution so they have to find sort of a, a right technology solution for that and uh, if if i look look at that and then uh, you know of course it should have linkages with the hrms and also the downstream uh, finance solutions so that is very very important now what are the possibilities right so there are two or three kinds of solutions available in the market uh, one is like a uh, sort of quick point solution which are doing certain things and any quick and dirty so uh, but you know they can take you only that far and uh, so that is number 1 number 2 then there are sort of generic solution available which can do resource management for uh, anything you know there there is no industry knowledge in it so they are not uh, specific to your industry your business use cases you have to customize them a lot and all those things so that is another kind of then there is the third uh, uh, category where there is a industry specific solutions so for example for it industry where there is a lot of domain knowledge put into the product and there is a good chance that you know typically 90 95% of your business use cases are already covered in it so it has advantages that it's a mature solution for your industry and also the time you will save by you know this kind of solution oems also had a lot of domain knowledge so they come as as a consulting partner also and they will save you lot of time and money to get started so the time to value gets reduced significantly so this is about you know the solution uh, technological solutions available and what are the choices and the third piece i would say uh, you know in this is 
that organization need to understand that uh, it is not a overnight success it's a journey so you know they have to start this journey once they deploy a certain solution then there is a lot of visibility a lot of maturity in the process people will start thinking at a next level of the problems so it's a sort of a iterative process so in my mind you know the blueprinting of the solution the right technology partner and the journey thing if these three things are put together and you know that's what will result in a sort of a digital culture and which will give you which will take you towards that business excellence uh, journey well that's a that's a very big journey very long journey and uh, for me the takeaway in this is uh, the domain knowledge that gets built in if there is something which is based on uh, that and this means accumulated learning gets into various uh, processes the way they are supported and that saves time for new people new companies which are undertaking that journey but i am not very sure whether companies looking at uh, this journey whether they really place a important lot of value on this because they have this as you said uh, you know, a, a quick point solutions and that gets them some results quickly and then they don't see i mean at least probably they find it difficult to attach a value so can you explain that uh, what kind of a uh, you know benefits people can see can you sort of quantify the value expected out of these kind of a, undertaking a journey like you mentioned yeah and i i can relate to what you are saying so i have seen in companies they sort of invest in some point solution and then you know obviously it does only so much and then they announce that you know this kind of solution doesn't work and uh, you know they continue to sort of face challenges so but having said that and the question you are asking how do we what value can we expect out of a initiative like this so if i have to quantify it and this is my my quantification is based on real use cases i have seen in the industry so uh, let's let's take a example of a 50 million dollar company that means around you know uh, 375 crores in indian currency and uh, so this roughly would be around 1500 people company now once you deploy a solution like this what we just described the resource management and then you have the forecasting i would expect that minimum they would have a 2 to 5% better resource utilization minimum i mean uh, and if i just consider being very very conservative in my numbers and if i they say 2 to 5 and this will result in additional million to 2.5 million dollars of additional revenue and that is typically i mean if i say even if you spend certain amount of this initiative it's about 10x roi you will get on your investment and that's that's and it doesn't take like few years to get there right within a year within 6 months to 1 year and if done right with the right tool you should be able to achieve that and that i think should really excite the ceos and the management to go for uh, such initiatives the roi numbers look very tempting absolutely <laughs> but uh, some companies may feel oh we are still small uh, it's too early for us and it's too big a journey for us so uh, do you want to suggest or recommend a right size of the organization for this journey to start 
Yeah, I would say like yesterday, right? Because uh, uh, wherever you are, I mean, when you are young uh, company, uh, it's easier to change things. It's easier to build culture. And once the culture builds in, then every new person joining in yeah. falls into that culture. But having said that, in my experience, once you are about 150, 200 people, uh, you know, the problem of resource management is considerable. Considerable to the extent that Excel spreadsheets and all are not supporting you. You have a able, you have the opportunity of making more revenue with the same resources as we like discussed. So I would say 150 to 200 is the, you know, the right size you should start at. And if you have missed it, then obviously, uh, you know, as early as possible after that. Oh, that's a good, uh, good guidance to uh, many companies who are still probably hesitating to go for this kind of a uh, you know journey i have uh, heard and i have i think i agree with this uh, with this uh, saying that resource management is both an art and a science and while listening to you i am beginning to understand why yeah absolutely and that's a, that's a very good uh, uh, you know sort of uh, proverb you are bringing hemant and uh, and if i may modify it a little bit basically building science into the art of resource management right so now the science is the technology part which is doing but then there is an art where you are visualizing the solution your like opportunity to cash and the different places where the challenges are there then putting them on paper and then actually uh, sort of deploying it and uh, so that is the art piece you know uh, both are equally important and once executed well, as I said, you will build a culture of excellence and you know, the whole company marches towards the business excellence, which creates uh, sustainable and exponential value uh, for the organization. Achieving business excellence is the ultimate goal of any organization. That's what I think. And you have certainly shown a way on how to do this, how digitalization of resource management processes can help get organization closer to that journey. Thanks a lot, Sandeep, for taking out your time and explaining resource management subject with such a great clarity. Thank you. Thank you, Hemant, for having me uh, on this podcast. Uh, I too enjoyed, uh, you know, uh, uh, your questions and the logical way you sort of uh, uh, guided this entire podcast. Uh, uh, just for the audience, my email is uh, skumar at uh, productdossier.com. Uh, in case uh, anyone wants to reach out uh, and uh, also I'll be happy to hear any experiences for any uh, from any one of your audiences uh, uh, who have embarked on this journey. And uh, once again, thank you so much, Heman. Thanks, Sandeep. And this brings us to the end of this podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs>